0: hey family welcome back to another episode here on the babbling with jazz podcast the one and only with your one and only host jasmine charlie like you can never find another chick around like me <laughs> guys i've been acting up like so many times before pressing record i'm not gonna redo this so what y'all what y'all hearing is what y'all finna get <laughs> i don't know if i drank some freaking goofy juice or what but i don't know but i feel like i'm gonna just be cracking jokes all show today but guys um I really hope that you had an amazing week thus far. First and foremost, can we talk about real quick the last week's episode? No excuses with the amazing Lala J. The love. I know y'all that that episode really resonated with a lot of people. A lot of free game. I, t- I done told y'all. Y'all thought I was lying when I tell you Lala be dropping some free game. Now, if you ain't listened to that episode, no excuses. I, I don't know what to tell you I, I really don't you're lucky it's still there I really should take it out I'm just kidding I'm not but really go listen to that episode but um yeah guys I really want to before I even begin the show you already know what day it is y'all know what time it is it's Wednesday and what do we do on Wednesdays I answer the questions that you guys submit to me and I break down this bible for us to get a better understanding of this amazing book of life but y'all before I even jump into that um, y'all know I got to do my little announcements and whatnot and 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 speak off my chest with what, what the Lord wants me to say and things that's been on my mind this week. You guys know one of the main reasons I created this platform was because I hate surface level conversation. OK, hate is a very strong word, Jasmine. Chill. I strongly dislike surface level conversations. It's boring. Get out my face. Can I can I can we have an interesting intellectual conversation that gets my mind thinking that gets my mind, you know, really rolling? Can we talk about things that are actually going to impact our lives? Are we going to still talk about the same celebrity gossip nonsense that's not benefiting me in a positive way, nor you? It's not adding any value to my life at all. I'm done with it. I want deep conversations. And, you know, the one place that really grinds my gear sometimes which I love is Twitter because so many people be tweeting so much nonsense but be thinking that their their their, their, their tweet is golden and it really that's one of the things that really like grinded my gears like oh my god I want to talk about this and you know thankfully I have an amazing platform shout out to all my listeners all around the world guys literally yesterday I got a a, a DM oh my god I forgot the name of the dude because I want to shout him out, but he was from Ghana and it's just so crazy because I remember, and this is, I'm going to get back to what I was saying in a second, but I just want to drop some free game again. Please do not sleep on affirmations. Please do not sleep guys. When I tell you, I cannot make this up. Let me, let me tell you guys a quick little story time. It's very short. Literally. I remember 2017 2017 maybe early 2018 I had sticky notes I would write affirmations on my sticky notes put them on my door out of that leaves out my room I would wake up each morning and read those sticky notes to out loud to myself each morning. One was like, I will inspire the world. I will, I will, I will transform lives. People from all over the world will hear my voice. I, at that time, when I was pursuing dentistry, I wrote down, I will score high on the DAT. That's the test to get into dental school. Um, (laughs) Not doing that. I just wrote so many affirmations over my life that literally have manifested. And it's just it's it's important to just remember where you started, guys. I started as a chick in Flo- in Flossmoor, Illinois, in my room, uh, <laughs> recording a podcast episode off of her iPhone 8 plus. I think I saw said iPhone. Yeah. I, I recording off her iPhone 8 plus on the voice memo. Just didn't even have a, a, a base, a foundation, nothing. But I had. I had a passion, I had, I had a problem that I saw that I wanted to fix, and I had the drive and the integrity to go after it, and here I am, literally it's only been a year, and I'm reaching people in Ghana, people in France, Greece, huh? Okay, don't tell me that setting intentions for yourself and making things plain doesn't exist and before we get all crazy, too dipped off to the new age and I say, thank you, universe. I'm not thanking the universe for a damn thing. I'm thinking God who speaks and, and does things through the universe. I'm thinking the God of the universe. I would never God. I, I don't ever want to rob God of the glory. God shares his glory with no man, no thing. Give God the father all the glory. And oh, my gosh, it's just been he's just been blessing me. And let me let me give this is a praise report, y'all. One day, I promise I'm going to tell you guys my story. Jasmine, do not get emotional right now. This is not one of them days, sis. Come on. Keep pushing sis. you got this. Literally, guys, this is how I really be talking to myself. Sometimes people be afraid to talk to themselves. But sometimes you really have to talk to yourself as a child and really coach yourself. You know what I'm saying? For real. It's gotten me so far. But um, one day I'm going to share my story. Part of me wants to share it today, but I don't feel the spirit saying now is the time. Um, But I just want to say that the other day, literally two days ago, was the best day of my life. Because you guys will understand, like I said, when I share my story. But what you guys should just know for right now is I did something that took me 15 years to do. For 15 years I was extremely afraid to do this thing that I did two days ago and when I look back at who I used to be like when I look at who I am now and remembering how I was for 15 years quiet and, and, and never and never did what I did to now today right now tell you that I did what I did 15 years later. It literally opened a door of confidence that I never knew existed. And I just want to say, thank God, first and foremost, for friends. Um, Jay is one of the people that helped push me to this point to do this thing that has been on my heart for years. And it's so crazy. God gave me this. No, oh, my God, I'm not going to talk about it too much because I'm saving it. I'm going to do a podcast special on it, but it's going to be a great episode. It's a lot of freedom is going to come from this episode, guys. Um, and I'm still mind blown. I'm really mind blown. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to cry, but I'm really mind blown at what God is doing through me. Um, it's like one thing Jay was telling me, cause I was so scared guys. I, I I'm telling you, I was so scared. I was even on Twitter. Like y'all, I'm going to go do this thing. I haven't done in 15 years. Like, but I was so afraid. And you know what Jay told me? He told me that he told he brought up the Bible verse. Though I walk through the shadow, shadow valley of shadow uh, and shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Um, it he was basically saying, "Jazz, fear is bound to come." This is about fear again, guys. Something that we're going to ev- we're going to see across our walk in our lives more often than not. Yes, you can overcome fear, and yes, I I feel like we talk about defeating fear in the sense that fear should never come up in our lives which is false fear is going to come but it's about understanding that when you are afraid you literally have God with you God has never God never will leave you so it's about still doing it anyway and letting the the power of God be manifested I mean what other beautiful what other more beautiful way can we see the power of God if not in a fearful situation when we're totally afraid to do something but we did it anyway and God was with us and through his power and through his strength he manifested himself and did what he needed to do because in, in, in that instance what I did two days ago literally two days ago and I was literally shaking shaking terrified but I told myself this and you guys I promise you guys will understand everything in due time I promise you guys but I told myself that I'm doing this for the six-year-old Jasmine that even though I am I'm terrified I'm afraid I'm doing this for the six-year-old me I'm doing it for her so I can't be I can't be selfish in this present moment right now and and think 21 year old Jasmine is afraid it doesn't matter I'm not doing this for 21 year old Jasmine I'm doing this for six-year-old Jasmine ifoma charlie and I did it. And I feel so free. I feel so confident. I feel like there's nothing you can't tell me I can. I can't do because for 15 long years, this thing was such a big thing to me that I never did. And now that I've done it, I'm like, well, God, can't nobody tell me nothing. And God, I'm not afraid of nothing that comes my way because I literally have just tackled something that i was afraid to do for so long and then come to find out when i actually did it it was it didn't even go as bad as i thought it would Uh, i can't wait to share you guys this testimony but i just want to say to whoever's listening to this that like i how i always tell you guys use fear as an indicator and and and, and as a fuel to push you to do what you want to do do that but also remember that in our weakness that is when God's strength is exemplified. So it's okay to feel weak. It's okay to feel unqualified, especially unqualified. Yeah, when I tell you the different things that God is trying to down not even trying to, he is down, downloading on the inside of me. And I'm like, yeah, God, that's cool. I like it, but I'm not, I, you know, how can I be carrying this assignment out? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand and God is like, Jasmine, I didn't ask you for all that. I just said, this is what I need you to do. So are you going to do it or not? Because if not, I'm going to find someone else who's willing. That's really how God operates. I mean, yes, God is patient, but sometimes, y'all, we can't be waiting on his grace. We cannot just be cruising along with God's grace. Are you going to do it or not? Truly, because I promise you there's someone else who is uh God will move on to the next person. That's the same thing that got Saul in the Bible disqualified. He disqualified himself. And that's why David came about. And David wasn't the perfect person either. He was a rapist. (laughs) But that's not funny. I'm not not laughing at that. But I'm just saying like David had his own mess too. But he still answered the call. Saul disqualified himself in many ways. Um, But with that being said though, I just want to share that y'all. So I'm really in a good place right now in my life. I'm really can't nobody tell me nothing you really thought um so there's a couple things just two things i'm gonna talk about briefly before i answer these questions that god um really wants me to to, to discuss and I, I came across this tweet earlier today and it was like a scoop manta mantra i don't know if y'all be on twitter it really means like say what's on your mind about this topic or whatever and i think the topic was god so somebody quoted the tweet and was like i pray that my relationship with god grows deeper And when I read the tweet, God was like, Jazz, you know, that prayer, though I see the intentions, it's, it's kind of really in a sense, counterproductive. And let me break this down as to why. You can pray all day long that God, I want my relationship with you to grow deeper, but God is already where God is. It's like, first of all, how God operates. He's not operating in a sense where he doesn't want to grow deeper with you in a relationship with you. Everything God does, his whole, the way he moves is all for us to draw close to him. It's really, he's really waiting on us. So you can sit down and pray all day, day long. I want to grow a deeper relationship with God. I want it to strengthen. But what are you doing? And I get prayer is key. Don't get me wrong. Prayer is key. Prayer is key. Prayer is key. But we can't just sit, on prayer we can't just sit on prayer are you in your word first of all are you are you being obedient to what God stands for and the thing and this is why it it ties back into the word if you don't read your word you don't know what God stands for you don't know what is what you don't know how God operates so you won't be aware when you are walking in your everyday life and you're doing something that's not of God you won't know that because you're not in your word god literally created a manual a manual to live the fullness of your life the fullness he gave you a literal book a manual that you get to understand and know him that he's literally still speaks to through every single day so god was saying oh my god this loud ass sorry god so I, God was telling me that, um, it's like, it's counterproductive that yes, you, you, you want to grow a deep relationship with me. But one thing he was like, jazz, please let my people know that sin, sin literally, which is means missing the mark. You guys should know this by now. Y'all my students, y'all know this by now sin, sin means missing the mark. You're falling off, falling, um, falling short of the fullness of God's uh, perfect intentions and standards. He said, Jazz, please let my people know that sin is the thing that hinders their relationship with me. And I'm not saying that I am a clean saint, y'all. I'm going to be honest with myself. I went grocery shopping the other day and I stole some stuff out of Walmart self-checkout. I try to use the college student excuse, but that's no excuse to God. I'm a kingdom citizen. I should not be stealing from no freaking self-checkout. I repent it. But I felt that conviction afterwards. I was like, was it really worth it, Lord God? I'm a kingdom citizen. I'm over here stealing from self-checkout over some groceries. Have I forgotten that you're going to take care of every single thing, every single thing that has my name on it? So I'm not saying that I'm perfect. But What I am saying is the truth is the truth, and sin hinders your relationship with God. This is why God speaks so much about sin. And I see so much people... and and. And I don't want us to get comfortable either about, oh, well, all sin is weight the same. Cool. We know that. But sin is sin. So can we not do this? Well, you, you're sinning in this area. And you're, yeah, we, we sh- none of us should be sinning. I mean, yes, we're born of sinful flesh, but I feel like people use all sin is weight the same as a crutch. Like, no. It's like you, you're living a life of sin, but you want your relationship with God to be strong. And I can even um, give you guys context. First of all, well, back to the Adam and Eve story, we know that Eden, the Garden of Eden represented what? The presence of God. When Adam and Eve sinned, when they when they disobeyed God, when they fell short of the of his fullness and they ate from the tree, God kicked them out of the, uh, the out of the garden. a.k.a. out of the presence of God. That is what happens when you commit sin. You literally are taken out of the presence of God. So why do you think, is it really a coincidence that we live in a sinful world? Do you really think it's a coincidence that we, we are born of sinful flesh? Because Mind you, we're born of sinful flesh because of that one act all the way back in Eden. Please read Genesis. Genesis be speaking so loud. So basically, like I was saying, do you really think it's it's a coincidence that we're born of sinful flesh that is always fighting against our spirit, the holy spirit that's inside of us? Hmm? The prince of the world, why do you think the devil wants us to sin so bad? Why 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 is it that the why the devil appears like an angel of the light but to deceive and trick us into sinning? Please let me know. That is the thing that hinders our relationship with God. And I'm not saying you can believe in God. Don't get me wrong. You can believe in God, go to church, be baptized, born again, have every... You know what I'm saying? And still in some way in your life, in some area, be sinning. And it's still hindering your relationship with God to an to an extent. Yes, God is giving you dreams. you probably be speaking in tongues. But you're still... It, it's still hindering your relationship with Him. And God is saying, Jasmine, some people are getting comfortable because they still have their gifts they st- I still speak to them they still have the gift of tongues. so they think okay even though I'm sitting in this area it's okay because I still have this but they don't understand that they're missing the fullness of our relationship because they're holding on to something that is not who I am sin is is it's it's it's, it's I can talk about sin all day and I know I got to answer these questions Josh so should I keep going? should I keep going or answer these questions y'all let me know but um I just I just want us to get clear on that that sin is no joke y'all like for real and it's it's let me just let me just answer these questions y'all because I really feel like I'm finna go on a ramble like a ramble ramble like I'm finna go crazy right now but I really just want us to to understand that that Your relationship with God, there's things that you can be attached to that you have no clue is actually hindering your progression in your relationship with God. Like for me, did I know having sex before marriage was probably hindering my relationship with God? No. And that's the thing. It's like, I feel like, and and let me end with this and I'm going to save the other other revelations for the end. I want to really get to these questions and Bible breakdown. I'm going to save like my other last comment for the end. But, you know, Another thing that I realized is this. Oh, God is bringing me more stuff that I need to talk about y'all. So this episode might be a little mm, you know what I'm saying longer, but it's it's really good though. It's really good. One thing that I noticed that that God has gave me a revelation about was that okay. Say for instance, your favorite artist who doesn't talk about nonsense, who's just like a good a good person. A, a good person who's never sinned was a great person, whatever that you love listening to or watching on TV. If God told you, yeah, stop, lo- stop listening to this person. And you have no, ex- no reason as to why, but God told you to stop. Would you stop? Do you feel heart getting convicted right now? Cause I know when he first asked me this, I was like, dang God. Cause it's like, we have to be willing to obey God no matter what the cost is. So if it means me separating myself from my best friend of 10 years, if God said it, I got to do it. It's your free will, you choose to do what you do with your free will. But what God's what people try to try to fit what God stands for and tweak it to to their own personal life, but we can't do that. God created a whole book saying who he was. So for you to try to bend the rules and bend the context to fit you with your life is foolish. Foolish. Please, God already revealed to us who he is, what he stands for, what he loves and what he does not love and how to live the fullness of our life. We can't fight against the word. One thing that just grinds my gears is people who pick parts of the Bible they want to follow, but not the whole Bible. And can we also remember that the Old Testament was fulfilled by Jesus Christ some people be trying to use the Old Testament to, to, to fight their arguments and claims, Honey, child. Jesus, Jesus uh, fulfilled that, and that's why the blood. Of, that's why the name and the blood of Jesus is so go so crazy because Jesus came to fulfill something that we ourselves couldn't do. So stop that. Re- re- read the Bible. Um, but I'm going to share before I answer these questions, guys. This is another. Th- um, oh, this is an experience that I had. Um, basically, long story short. This past Sunday, I was at church um, and this isn't my necessary church home, but it was a church that I've been to like a couple times. Now, there's this man. He sits in the front row of he's an older man. He sits in like the very front row and the pastor would always say that this is his personal cheerleader. Um, His name is Matthew. Um, he, um, I don't like the word disability because you're very, as you guys know from my conversation with Damien and not even just Damien, I've always felt like the word disabled should just be thrown away because you're not disabled to do anything, but I can, let's say that Matthew was special needs. Okay. And he's an older man though, like maybe in his forties. And I remember being in this church service a couple times and Matthew be like just screaming out. Or, you know, like, or if the pastor is saying something, Matthew will like repeat it and stuff like that. So that's why the pastor called him his personal cheerleader. So mind you, I'm always, he's in the very front row. So I'm always seeing his back. This past Sunday, I realized and came to, well, found out that Matthew was also blind. And the thing that really got me was this man loves God. And he is so wise, you guys. I mean, the pastor literally can say, like, you can literally say out loud a Bible verse, so I can scream out, okay, Joshua 1, nine, and Matthew will scream out verbatim that whole verse. He knows the entire Bible and he can scream out to you the verses and everything, but he's blind. And when I was in there, and the way he was praying, oh my God, this man prays so powerful. He's capable of doing so much. And you guys want to know what God told me when I was sitting in there? He said, Jazz, will you Still love me? Say for instance if I took your sight away tomorrow, would you still be praising me and worshipping me the way you do? Would you still be speaking so highly of me like you like you do now if I took your vision, if I took your ability to walk? If I took someone from you, would you still know that I am God and still give me praise? And God when I when guys when I tell you that 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 humbled me. And Matthew, he he probably doesn't even know that he touched and changed my life, but he did. He did. And it's like, I don't, I want to, I want my love for God to be so unconditional to the point where I don't care what he takes away from me, what he gives me. I still want to be able to scream from the rooftops that Jesus Christ is Lord and the God creator of all things is my father and I'm heir to the throne. Even if, if if, so, really ask yourself. I really want you guys to this is a real self-reflection moment. Seriously, if God took your sight away right now, blind. Would you still give him praise like never before? Would you still say that he is good? We have to remember that this life on Earth is so temporary. This world is about to pass away, though. We don't know the date nor the time or the hour. It's going to happen this life is temporary but your eternity where your soul goes for the rest of eternity never ending that's what holds weight Matthew's going into heaven he's going to be in heaven and I just it just trickled my heart and it made me want to just get I feel like honestly answering that question I feel like I would be I I honestly I don't know I feel like I still would give God praise. I would know God is God, but would I still praise him the way I do? I would hope I do. And honestly speaking, if not, I want to work on that now. I want to work on my, my love and praise for God right now to the point where if something happens, I'm still giving God the full glory and praise. You feel me? So shout out to you, Matthew. I don't know if you'll ever listen to one of my episodes, but I just want to say you impacted me. You have you really are a blessing And I just thank God for your life, Matthew. You're you're you freaking rock, Matthew. Yeah. (laughs) So let's just jump into these questions. I've I've been babbling y'all. So um, we just gonna answer a couple. Okay, first question here is, hey, Jazz, what's some advice for healing from a relationship? Honestly speaking, when you talk on your show about finding ways to temporarily numb the pain, I resonate with that. Whew, child. When it comes to healing from relationship, I know that I have to, I've learned this time that I have to go to the healer, the true healer, because there's a lot of false healers out here. Please don't be deceived by these demonic witches and these demonic non-God sent people, y'all. Please. Uh, y'all already, I'm not going to talk too much about that today, but I go to the healer of all things. I know that if my heart is broken, I give it to God and God can repair that. Um, but one thing that has helped me was understanding, well, literally going to God for comfort. Seriously. Um, I go to God for everything. So you're going to, you guys will hear God a lot in my answers because I go to God for everything, literally. And because of that, my life has been blessed. My life has been carefree. Um, Because God gives me a peace like never before. He gives me a peace that if so much chaos is going on around me, my, my, my heart and my spirit is at a peaceful state and condition. If I go to other people, my friends, my mom and my daddy for advice and stuff, it's not going to give me that type of peace that only God can give me. So it was under, it's understanding that everything happens for a reason and looking at it as a blessing. I honestly thank God for the closed doors. Because, okay, this relationship didn't work out. But now that means that you probably, you, shoot, I look at the longevity of things, y'all. So it's like, in, in the mindset I'm in, I be telling, especially with dating, and that's why I don't play about it. It's like, I date to marry, okay? I'm not dating just to have, I'm I'm here for a good time, not, not alone. No, I'm dating to marry. Are you my husband? And I'm not saying I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, that's who I am because I know, especially the, t- the amazing qualities I have within myself. I'm a wife. So it's just like, are you my husband? Like, in even if, say for instance, if I just met you, I'm not going to think, oh, you're my, you know, I literally just say, could I kind of pretend, do you have any quality traits that I would want in my husband? I'm not going to off bad think, oh, this man is my husband. But it's like, I ha- I have standards because I'm not going to waste my time doing all this and that with you. And I'm not, I can't see myself being my, our souls, our souls literally being one together. Like that's, that's big. So literally I thank God for closed doors, especially in relationships because the mindset I have is okay, God, he just probably wasn't my husband. He just probably wasn't the one that you had for me. And I know that when God closes doors, he gives, he, the, the next door that he opens, especially when it comes to relationship will always be bigger and better. You feel me? It's always better. So that was the thing that gave me peace. It hurt so much, especially guys. I, the longest relationship I've been in was four years, four freaking years. And that was like the hardest. That was such a, that was a real big test of my faith. And one day I'm gonna make a whole episode on that. But it really taught me the importance of what really comes with trusting God for real, y'all. But I had to walk away from that. I had to walk away from that. And he didn't he didn't do me dirty. Not once. He was a great guy. But what I realized is sometimes a person. This is another thing that helped me is understanding that somebody can be a great person, but still not the great person for you. Somebody can be a man of God, but still not the right man of God for you. Somebody can be a woman of God, but still not the right woman of God for you. You get what I'm saying? So, if that door closed, it's just because God has bigger and better. And then remember that God wants to give you the fullness of your life. So, what if in that relationship you weren't getting the fullness? And it's a blessing, it's such a blessing. Literally thank God for the closed doors, even though it hurts now. Even if you cry, oh, you can be God, thank you for this closed door, even when you're crying. Just give him honor and praise. And I promise you, he'll 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 heal you. He'll heal that broken heart. I'm telling you, this numbing pain temporarily is not gonna do nothing. Because when all that wears off, you're still gonna feel the same way. So why not go to an eternal fixer, please? God the Father. And he got you. He got you. And I think it's important that, you know, sometimes people try to rush into things like, well, I'm tired of being single, so I'm just going to rush into this and that. But you don't even know if God is just still equipping that person that He has played, He intends for you to be with. He's probably still working some kinks out on that person. And you over here, like, creating more soul ties with other people. It's just so dangerous. It's so dangerous, y'all. It's so dangerous. So it's just like the person that God has for you is worth the wait. I promise you it's worth the wait. Be thankful for the closed doors. It hurts. But understand that, you know, God is intentional about everything and he don't make no mistakes. So, you know, you you're gonna get you're gonna be fine, sis. Another question is Hey, Jasmine, I first want to start off by saying you are seriously such an amazing person who's impacted my life in a ridiculous amount of ways. One thing I really love about you is your boldness. I really aspire to get to that level, especially when it comes to talking about God in public or on social media. It's like you do it so effortlessly, and I will appreciate it if you could share some light on how or shine some light on how I can get to that level. Super inspiring oh thank you thank you thank you thank y'all um thank you so much that really means a lot um honestly it's so funny when, 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 when I hear the word boldness, I automatically think of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is super bold. So I want people to understand that half the time when I'm doing stuff, it's really not me. It is me, but it's not me. It's really the, it's me really operating in the Holy Spirit. Um, and that's just one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is very bold. The Holy Spirit doesn't care about what other people are thinking about you. The Holy Spirit does, does what it does. The Holy Spirit has been here since the beginning of the world, the creation, the Holy Spirit is the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. So nothing phases the Holy Spirit, and that's why I make sure that I tap into the Holy Spirit twenty four seven. So I can, so my actions can exemplify exactly the fruit of the Spirit. How, how, Jasmine, how can I, how can I walk in the Holy Spirit? Literally walk in alignment with the Word of God do what God says, what the the Bible say, do it. And, 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 and literally you're, you're tapping into it, operate in the fruit of the spirit. We all have the same fruit of the spirit. Um, but to answer your question in a non quote unquote biblical way, (laughs) literally though, for real. Um, I just, I just, I got to a point y'all where it's like, when my relationship with God started really, really growing, I'm like, God, you, you're the only one that really matters. I don't care how nobody sees or views me because I know you're real. Like, and I know on the outside looking in, I might sound super duper crazy. I might look like a mad woman, but God is real guys. So it's like, I don't care what anybody says because I know how God views me. Me and God rock so tight. Literally, we'd be cracking up all day, chilling together, talking all day. That's all I care about. So when I'm just so focused, and this is the thing, I learned that what what you focus on is what magnifies in your life. And to me, I'd be focusing on God. I don't focus on money. I don't focus on finances. I don't focus on what I don't have. I focus on God and everything shifts for me. And when I focus on God, if my focus is on God, it's obviously not going to be focused on the opinions of the people around me because my focus is on God, And that's the thing. A lot of people be so caught up in their head about what other people around them are thinking. And that stops you from doing so much because you get self-conscious about your actions. I literally, and I'm not saying that I'm I'm perfect at this because literally yesterday, I was praying for my good sis Brittany outside. Her name is Brittany Mitchell. This girl is God sent, God divine friendship. And literally we're outside praying. Typically me and Brittany are known for this. Literally, we love God so much, y'all. And we obviously go to the same university. So sometimes we'd be like outside or just catching up in public. And we just start talking about God, and it just gets so riled up and so fiery and feisty that like it's loud. Like you gonna know. And there's been times where we've been sitting on a bench outside on campus, and people like, "Oh my God, I love, I love the energy. I love, I love how you guys are just preaching the word of God right now to each other." You know, like that's just who we are. Yesterday, we were outside doing the same thing per usual. This is how me and Britt operate. And at one point before we left, I gave her prayer, and I was going full out on this girl. When I pray for people, I go full out, period. So I was praying for her outside, just doing, you know what I'm saying? going, Doing what I do best. And parts of my mind, the enemy was trying to attack me, girl, what if people are walking by and you looking crazy, like praying out loud? And that is such a demonic thought. I don't care what people think about me. I'm doing this all for the kingdom. I'm not doing this for myself and for my fame and for my clout. That's another thing. When you do these, when you do things for the kingdom... You're going to be fine. And then remembering like my one thing my friend Jay always says is this. If you have the cure to cancer, would you keep quiet about it? Like seriously, if you had the cure to cancer, think of how many people are dying from cancer a year. Would you keep quiet about it? Or would you or would you spread the news of the cure to it? Now, this is the same thing. This is the cure to depression, anxiety, broke poverty, The cure to every evil thing in this world is knowing who God is and knowing that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm not going to shut up about it. I don't care what it brings me. If it brings me death, I'm, I'm ready for it. What's up? Take me out right now because I know that I'm entering heaven and heaven is way better than this world anyway. People have grown so attached to this world that we forget that heaven is way better than what this earth could ever give us i mean this earth was supposed to be amazing and god wants to give us heaven on earth but we can't take away the fact that this earth isn't is is, we can't take away the fact that this earth is in a fallen state this is not the true intentions of this earth ain't no sin in heaven ain't no murderers or no or no evil up in heaven why because none of those people could get in Cause y'all not finna pollute the, y'all not finna pollute the kingdom of heaven. Cause we not finna have a earth part two. That's what people need to understand. We need to get right now because y'all not finna pollute heaven. You're not. Your jealousy, your greed. uh Uh-uh. All that gotta get left behind here on earth because y'all cannot bring that onto heaven. Period. Period. So what helps me gain this confidence is knowing who I am. First of all, I'm Jasmine Charlie. You can't tell me nothing, period. I'm daughter of the king. I'm royalty. Another thing God's been dealing with me on is understanding and remembering. And to tell you guys as well, God is holy. God is royalty. We are literally, like, God is the king. So that means I'm a princess. I'm a daddy's girl. I'm a princess. You are a prince. So with that being said, you walk different. You gotta walk different, Uh, You can't walk like how the world walks. It's hard, I know, because we all live in the world, but remember, though we are in the world, we are not from it. I am, a. my dad is the king. Like, I'm literally, I think of like Princess Diaries type stuff. Y'all know that, y'all know that Disney movie? I really hope y'all do. I hope I'm not that old. (laughs) I'm royalty. I am freaking royalty. I walk different because my daddy is God, the, the creator of all things, the God of the universe. So holy is who God is. And that means I gotta be holy because I'm I'm, I'm 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 heir to the throne. So I gotta walk different. I'm sorry. I gotta talk different. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry for the other one too either, but I'm heir, I'm heir to the throne. Knowing that gives me a type of confidence like never before. It doesn't matter what you think about me. God, the father is my father, huh? So I don't care. I just literally just go out and do my thing. Like, seriously, I don't care. No, nobody's opinions has ever really, it used to, but I'm at a point now, it's like, I don't care. You guys did not give birth to me. And uh, you were just another creation judging another creation. And then understanding that those who do talk crap about me, God don't play about me. So he's gonna handle them and God is actually going to curse them in their own way. And same for me. If I'm over here talking about you, Literally, I can curse myself, and which is going to hold so many other people back. So it's like I'm going to do what I'm called to do. I'm going to speak, and knowing that this is the truth of God, I'm not afraid to speak God's name out loud. If somebody held a gun in my in front of my face, and I, honest to God, truth, God, please strike me down if this is a lie. This is how this is how confident I am in God and in myself. If somebody had a gun pointed in my face, and they said, "I will not shoot you if you say that Jesus Christ is not Lord." I'm going to say Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm not going to act like I don't know Jesus and know who he is so you won't kill me. Shoot me. Kill me. I'll be fine. Literally, take my life. God, please strike me down if this is a lie. Because I'm not going to, no. Jesus will get all the glory, honor, and praise no matter where I'm at, no matter what it brings me. I know the, the persecution is going to come. I'm good on that. Cause God's giving me, God gives me the peace to under overcome any chaos. So if it means I get assassinated, if I get robbed, if I, if it, I don't care, I'm with it. Y'all don't want none of this smoke anyway. Cause I got angels, guardian angels all around me. Try me if you want to try to wish me evil if you want to. Okay. Cause God hears all he's omnipresent. You wish an evil on me. You better, you really better go ahead and repent right now. Cause God don't play about me. It's like <laughs> me you pick the right one for real. you pick the right vessel that's why I be telling people you pick the right vessel because God really gonna show up and show out because God really don't play about me I don't need uh all these all these I know a lot of a lot of men too they feel like they need to walk in groups not men like all men but some guys find a lot of security with they bros they guys because they know if 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 something on if something gonna pop off they bros are gonna be down to ride well God's gonna be down to ride Period. I don't care if you got a gun in my face. I don't care if you got a knife next to my throat. What the hell? Like, go ahead, do what you do. Because God's with me, and I know that God's gonna protect me. He's like my literal bodyguard. He don't play about me. That's my father. That is my father. I'm daughter of the king. I'm royalty. Stop playing with me. Period. You feel me, so sis, walk in confidence. Don't worry about what other people are thinking about you. Focus on you, you, no, focus on God. Put your focus there, and everything, I mean everything, is going to fall into place. Okay, okay. This is going to be the last question of the day, guys. Um, and then I think I'm gonna just do Bible breakdown the next episode because I don't want this episode to be way, 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 way too long. So. Last question of this week is how does it feel to know that you are breaking Nigerian Nigerian traditional norms as well as the many other moves you're making? I just want to say on behalf of the Niger community, we love and support you. Keep going. Wow. That means so much to me. You have no clue. Thank you so much. Um, It's still mind blowing that I'm making moves in the nigerian community because i knew growing up this is something i always wanted to do i wanted to impact i always want to impact the world but especially nigeria and coming from a culture where typically it was stem field stem field doctor lawyer all this nonsense i'm not saying it's nonsense like i'm not trying to disrespect people or, that are in that field but i'm saying like i'm saying it's nonsense to let that be the end all be all and I just thank God first and foremost for my parents who supported whatever I did. My parents support me and that is a very... It's not. I don't want to say it's rare, but I guess it kind of low-key is in the Nigerian community. There's our, there's a mo- typical majority of Nigerian parents, especially the immigrants that are here in America, they want their children to pursue STEM or something like that, so they would literally get pissed or not support if you did something else other than STEM field. But my parents were just so supportive. And I think that really helped me. But I just want to say like, I, it's it's just really mind blowing. It's crazy. And um, I know that the Nigerian community, especially the Nigerian community in Chicago really looks up to me. And it's just, it's just mind blowing. I, I just, I don't know what to say. I really, I really don't know what to say. Like, I'm still figuring this all out. Like, it's still like, resonating with me but I know that it's it feels really good because I knew that growing up I never liked how it was always stem 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 and I felt like growing up that was unfair like what if I want to be an actress what if I want to be a beautician like what if I'm called to do something else and I think being able to do that and show the Nigerian community that I can be super duper successful without pursuing stem It's like opening the doors for many other people. And I remember someone told me or, you know, from a long time ago, I forgot who, but it was like, sometimes like you don't like we are the change that you want to see. Like sometimes it's going to be you. You're the one that is going to open the door and change the narratives and people are going to follow after you. So if you don't have an example or somebody to follow after, maybe you are that example. And I see that. I really do. And I just, I believe, especially with us Nigerians, we're so innovative. We're so creative, especially this generation. Our generation is so impactful. So to only limit us to four freaking fields is ridiculous to me. And then to know that God brought us here in America. Come on. And and to limit ourselves. No, no. There is so much that God has planned for us new, us us first-gen Nigerian-Americans. There's so much, us us first-generation Nigerians. And I know that me being at this, with this platform that I have and just impacting the Nigerians, that means a lot to me because I want more of us to, you know, get hit with it, to like get comfortable in pursuing our purpose, not your passion, but your purpose. Okay. Sometimes your purpose and your passion can be intertwined, but not all your passions are what your purpose is. So I think it's, it's amazing. I know for a fact that God has a lot in store for us second. I mean, us Nigerians and just your comment meant a lot because you know I'm a Niger girl, um, at heart and heart in blood, too. So, but you know, it's just it's amazing, it's amazing. And, um, I know some there's still gonna be some aunties and uncles who don't understand or who don't get it. I don't care. I mean, were there times where people like I know my podcast was growing, like still like growing? No, not even growing, I was doing pretty decent at this point. And one of these girls, good family friend. I don't think she meant anything by it, but I still remember. Don't play with me. She said, "Oh, you're because um, we're." I was talking with my cousins. Shout out to my cousins Tanya and Kemi. I love you guys, or Nena and Kemi. And Nena, y'all remember this? I know you're gonna listen to this episode when we were at Auntie Blank's house, and we're on the couch and we're talking, and one of them is like, "Oh." um you mean your little podcast that you have and I kind of was like because me and my cousins were taught they were telling me about how they love the podcast and stuff like that and one of the girls was just like oh you mean your little your little podcast you had and I just started laughing I started laughing because I'm in my head I'm like "Uh little okay okay we're gonna see what we're gonna see if you're gonna still be saying little a year from now two years from now three years from now we're gonna see and look at me now nominated in my rookie year streaming on in different countries let me brag on myself real quick because little where but I humble myself I ain't tell I was just like um yeah little yeah that one like don't play with me and I think it's different so a lot of people aren't used to that but a I'm, I'm changing the narrative and I just I just hope that my story imp- inspires people just to understand that following God, growing an intimate relationship with God and following him each and every single day, he will never lead you astray. If I did not have a close relationship with God, I would not be here because I would have been doing life my own way, which would literally, really would have been submitting to what my parents wanted for me, but they weren't forcing it on me. I would have submitted to that. And then when it came to me breaking free of the things that I was doing to please my parents in a sense. And I was so afraid to do it or tell them in my head, I felt like it was going to be a big, big thing, but God led me all to it. And it was so easy. And I really cannot even imagine that I'm here right now. Like telling my parents, I'm not doing dentistry. What? <laughs> and they just okay with that. Okay. I never, my younger self would have never knew never knew. So thank you for your comment. It feels amazing to know that I'm making an impact in my community, my Nigerian community, um, and, and, and impact in the world. I just want to make an impact and I am. So this was amazing. Thank you. Thank you for this. Seriously. It means a lot, especially coming from you. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, so yeah, guys, that is it for this week. Honestly, I'm going to um do the Bible breakdown next week. No, not even next week. I'm going to do I'm going to push Bible breakdown to Sunday's episode. So that's going to be the first thing we come over. Um, But um, I wanted to cover one last thing before I go. I'll definitely elaborate more about this um, in another episode. But I just want to kindly briefly go over it. I know a lot of times we talk about manifestation. And um, I just want to say that especially tying back to sin um sin you are manifesting because basically always remember that every action we make good or bad is a seed being planted and it in due time that seed is going to harvest so you can sin and if you do sin you are planting an unfruitful seed that will bring about a harvest in due time. And the only way to uproot that seed from manifesting is to repent. That's why God talks about a lot about repentance. Um, so understanding that I feel like, cause when it comes to manifestation, especially a lot of people who go about it, the non-biblical way who just talk about the goods of, I want this, I'm going to manifest it. But we forget, people forget, not me. People forget that, not all people, some people forget that, You can manifest things into your life that unconsciously and it's not always about speaking things out into the universe and letting it come to you, your actions and the things that you are engaging in can manifest things into your life as well. Um, so when we talk about manifestation, we need to be clear about that and understand that sin can literally manifest some very unfruitful things in your life in some situations, and it can put you in some situations. So a lot of people And especially like, you know, we talk about even with negative thoughts, right? Be mindful of the things you say, the words you speak because your words give life and you can manifest a negative thought or I mean a negative thing into your life because of the words that you said. You could speak into existence your financial crisis or something like that, which is true. And you can also act and and, and operate your way things into existence as well through manifestation. So I feel like The truth about manifestation is definitely something I want us to definitely dig deep and talk about, but just to understand that you're not, you're not always going to be consciously aware of what you're manifesting. Like you're not going to be consciously aware of, okay, I'm, 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 I'm bringing this into fruition. I'm planting this seed. And that's why if you operate in the Holy spirit, 24 seven, every action you make will be a seed planted. And that's how you live a blessed life because you're planting fruitful seeds. And in due time, harvest season will come and those blessings, that harvest will be plentiful. It will multiply. But if you're not operating in the spirit, then you, you're, and you're so unfulfilled with your life and you're so, you know, you feel like something's missing. You, you're, you're just unclear about what's, what you need to do right now in this season. Ask yourself, what type of seeds am I planting? Like, are the seeds that I'm I'm planting, are they in alignment with the will of God? I just tell people, like, please just try God out. Like, Listen to the whole word of God, no matter what it what, no matter how bad it convicts your spirit, if you just listen to it, obey it your obedience is planting seeds and you're going to see the the fruit of your life like just multiply like I cannot make this up and this is why I cannot shut up about it and it's like I wish my younger self would have just listened to this whole word and, and read the word when I was younger but it's okay I'm here now but it's like I literally just be asking myself like wow I, I really wonder where I'd be if I was doing what I'm doing right now back when I was a little girl like where would I be so understand that manifestation is bigger than just speaking things into the universe and understand that every action you make is a seed being planted. So really reevaluate what seeds are you planting. And if you know that you've made an action that wasn't so godly, that wasn't really the way that God operates, repent so that seed can be uprooted. If you don't repent and you know that you what you did was wrong, you literally are just agreeing for the manifestation of that unfruitful seed to take place. We don't got time for that, y'all. Repent, repent, repent. So that's all I got to say for this week's episode. I love you guys very, very, very much. And yeah, I just, yeah, that's all I really have to say today. I feel like (laughs) I just talked a lot, but I just, I just, I babbled my butt off for sure. And I'm just, I'm just going with the punches y'all i'm just really going with the punches make sure you watch and listen to the lala J interview that i did no excuses that was amazing make sure you listen to the damian gross interview i did that was amazing jessica hurley Chantelle hands bro a lot of great people are on this is gonna be just a fun packed a fun packed year and we're ending 2018 Ooh, i'm in last year we're ending 2019 with the bang guys so stay focused what's meant to be will be and understand your worth and you are the prize and you are literally royalty. So act like it, walk like it. And don't let anyone treat you like you're otherwise and humble yourself because when you're humble, God will exalt you. Those who exalt themselves first will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. I know I want to be exalted, so I just got to humble myself as much as I want to slap you in your face and tell you about yourself. I'm going to humble myself and let God do the work. And if the Holy Spirit drives me to do what I need to do, then of course. But right now. No. I'm just going to humble myself and you know, I'm just going to humble myself throughout my whole entire life and when you humble yourself, you God will just take you so many places. I think we block ourselves from the doors that God wants to take us through because we aren't operating in who God needs us to operate as through those doors, if you get what I'm saying. So, always invest in self-elevation, self-improvement. Be the best version of yourself. Never compare yourself because you are unique. You are a gem. I know I'm a gem. And love yourself and spread love to others because God is love. Okay? I love you guys so much. Always remain positive. Stay true to yourself and remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is God's will. I love you guys forever.